Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Super Gamer Boys. My name is Garrett, and I'm here in our brand spanking new studio with... Hello, everyone. I'm JJ. And uh, yeah, we come to you each and every week bringing the nerdy news and discussions you want to hear. And every once in a while, we bring discussions you don't want to hear. That's right. Things that you beg us not to talk about. That happens every other week. Yeah. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, we are in our new studio... Uh, yeah, we got a um, sweet little room. Uh, so it's full of mannequins, yeah, naked little, mannequins. I have no creepy. idea what's going on. Why did we pick this building, Garrett? Naked mannequins. It was the cheapest thing we could find, and you know, <laughs> you, you got to do what you got to do. That one there is looking at me, dude. It's, it's 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 eyeballing me, and I'm getting ready to get my uh, pimp hand out and get it strong. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think the other one was looking at us earlier either. Um, <laughs> so yeah, how, uh, how have you been this last week? Dude, this is the greatest week of my entire life. I know I say that all the time, but this week above all else was the greatest week I've ever had. This was awesome, dude. It was great. A little too short, but it was great. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. So we're, uh, yeah, recording this a little late this week. Um, and, uh, hopefully it doesn't, uh, you know affect the the podcast too too horribly while i edit into the night tonight but uh yeah it's been a um pretty pretty good re- week for me as well last week uh it's a pretty chill weekend so that's a weird thing we get to talk about the weekend now on, on, on the podcast that's you know odd yeah. that's hey, we're not used to two that. two weekends this time around that's what it is <laughs> um, you stay at that club again the one you went to before you said they don't take dollar bills anymore can't talk about that my <laughs> my wife listens to the podcast now so no, i was talking about the um, the Christian club <clears throat> where they, the prayer where they, they send the basket around. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, weekend was pretty, pretty chill. Um, as you'll find out later in the podcast, uh, I didn't play any video games over the weekend. So <gasps> oh, shame, it's kind of, kind of been a weird week, weird weekend, uh, but busy, but really good. Um, so so you were still a dork though. You were, oh. I mean, you, you still, Live the nerdy lifestyle you were. I went all out nerdy. You have no idea. And that's what we'll talk about in the what you playing section. I watched you. I watched you uh, watch some of the trailers that we're going to be talking about a little later for some of the upcoming games. And that was pretty nerdy. So, I mean, oh, I watched, that's not even not even that's not even half. That's of not it, even right? the half of oh, it. I look forward to <laughs> you, it. You wait, you wait. Uh, cool. Well, let's uh, get down to it here. Um, this week in 
than the nerdy nudes. Oh, I love it. We are going to start I mean, nerd, off. Is it the nerdy nude mannequins? Is that what we're doing? The nerdy nude mannequins. Yeah. If if that's what you want it to I be. Don't know why we chose this build? I mean, I'm freaking out in here, dude. Go, okay, let's just get on with the podcast. Stop talking about the mannequins. It just, it's just, it's okay. Don't don't scare them, JJ. They might be haunted. <laughs> don't <laughs> what don't are we don't doing? don't provoke what? don't provoke them. <laughs> Okay, uh, so this first article we're going to get into, uh, Death Stranding voice actor thinks the game might launch in early 2019. Um, so this is one of those games that uh, people have been freaking out over for the last couple of years. Um, we're two of them. Yeah, we're two of them. We're all about those trailers that mean absolutely nothing and don't make any sense <laughs> but man are they beautiful well, they're, they're so exciting though no, we have yeah. no idea what they're about we just know that daryl from the walking dead is in that yeah. and it's like that's daryl i want to play yeah right <laughs> i mean daryl's not even has like mads mickelson has uh oh now they have uh um troy Bra- troy baker who you know he's a veteran voice actor and like most video games he's played he's probably acted in it, whether it's you know, Uncharted to uh, The Last of Us to uh, like everything he's been a voice actor in. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they're just uh, uh, really been cranking out those trailers that, really, you know, yeah, from up until now, we have no idea what it's, I mean, we still don't know what it's about. Who knows? Uh, but um, in an interview with, um, uh, let me see here. Dan Fogler, I believe. Um, sorry, my article isn't loading correctly, but in an interview <laughs> that Norman Reedus did with one individual, um, yeah, he uh, basically came out and said that uh, he predicts that the game's going to be coming early next year. Um, now, does he know that for sure? Does he not? Um, being just a voice actor, you know, most likely he probably doesn't know when the release date is like, he's pretty buddy, buddy with Hideo Kojima, but I don't know if he's, you know, that buddy, buddy. And to be honest, I don't know if Kojima knows when the game's coming out and he's the creator of it. But, um, yeah, he says, uh, he's kind of basing that estimate off of, he just has three more, uh, mocap sessions in New York starting next week. Um, and then, you know, another little piece of, information little uh, evidence there to leading towards maybe they're getting closer to the end than we were all expecting is uh troy baker is you know completely done with all his voice acting and mocap sessions um so basically what that tells you is you know the main uh brunt of the work the you know people you know the whole motion capture where they put the dots all over the people and they film them and then you know that's the animation that goes in the game i'm so glad you said that because a moment ago i you were saying just mocap and i was worried that some of our listeners would be listening and going i'm sorry what's mocap so what i was going to suggest was that we explain what that is and i was going to say it's motion capture which you've already done and i wouldn't have said little dots i would have said they put balls all over them balls all over these guys like bunches of balls yeah, yeah. So they. Uh, Sorry. Um, <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, I was waiting for it. You didn't even leave me open. No, I, just, I was not gonna. Leave was it not open gonna even here. Gonna feed we're it. going there again. It. Um, yeah. So it, yeah, most most people have seen it. Whether it's the bonus features and DVD they watch of Lord of the Rings, you know, like ten years, fifteen years ago, or man, that came out a long time ago. I think it's been longer than that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's one of those things where uh, most people have seen some little clip where the guys in the black 
tight jumpsuit with uh, the black balls all over them or the white balls all over them and then the cameras all over. And basically what they do is they can take all that information that they capture in the cameras and, you know, basically lay um, skin, they call it over it or, you know, the, the texture or whatever is like their 3D rendered character that they have in game. They can use all the animations that they pulled from the motion capture and put it right in the game. So instead of having to animate manually all these characters, well, why not just have an actor do it? And it makes it a lot more realistic, a lot more like um, just precise and smooth. And, um, and, you know, on top of that, you get a lot more emotion. It's not so robotic. It's not some person, you know, behind a computer. Like, I think this is what it should look like if the guy is swinging a sword or something like, no, we have an actual dude just swinging a sword. Right. An absolute coincidence, like complete coincidence. I also have a black suit on with a bunch of balls on me right now in the studio. I don't know where he got it from, but <laughs> no, I just so weird. I just have to randomly come in looking like that today. <laughs> and we're not even doing mocap. Yeah. Well, not yet. Anyways. Um, maybe we'll have the Super Gamer Boys video game one day. You it know. could happen. It you could never happen. know. Could you imagine you and me, like in a Super Mario Brothers type setting where, you know, I'm jumping up and down on, uh, you know, mushrooms and squishing them and you're doing whatever the heck it is you do. Well, I mean, you have a similar stature to Mario, especially <laughs> when he's shorter. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, I, I take no offense. Yeah. <laughs> you better get somebody to walk you to your car, Morline. Yeah. Um, and, uh. So yeah, between those two little pieces of information, you know, it kind of leans towards they're getting close to the end here with at least the the main, you know, recording and, you know, motion capture and data capture, basically getting all all the little pieces of information they need to now they can go in and kind of piece it together and make a story. So um, I'm not a game developer, so I don't know how long that typically takes, but in my head, I imagine the longest part would be going through all the scripts and the lines of dialogue and recording and re-recording and re-re-recording and like motion capture, like working like 15 hour days, like getting just the right take. So sometimes I have the hardest time with being patient. And I think that that's, you know, that's old adage. Patience is a virtue. That's pretty apt because it is, it takes a, it takes a really patient person. I think that patience is really important here. You want the product to be the very best it could be, but I know that underneath it all, we're all wanting it to just happen already, but it's going to take that work, that effort on the back end for it to have like a really good product in our hands. Uh, if it is early uh, 2019, that'd be great. And I'm looking forward to it, but I, I'd like to put it out there like, uh, Mr. Kojima, if you're listening to Super Gamer Boys, which I'm sure you are, you probably have already rated us five stars on iTunes. Thank you, sir. Uh, you take your time and make sure that what you put out there is the best possible product. Yeah. And, uh, and one little last thing that Norman Rita said here, he did kind of give a little bit of insight into maybe what the game's about. Um, uh so he goes on to say, it's not the kind of game where you kill everybody in the broom, said Ritas. It's a game of bringing people together. How you play it is you're building bridges from here to there, and other people are doing the same, and you connect in the character that I play, uh, which uh, I don't think we know his name yet. No, no, it's not right. They have said his name in a trailer, and I'm just terrible and didn't write it down. Uh, but the character it's that Daryl, <laughs> Daryl, yeah, the character that that Norman Reedus plays, though, uh, he's got this phobia of being touched, and as you play the game, the phobia leaves you. It's complicated, but once you're in it, 
it doesn't seem as complicated. It's constantly surprising you with decisions left and right and what comes at you, and it's a real brave game. It's visually stunning, and the story behind it, it's a whole nother level, you know? It's not Pac-Man, it's not simple, but the philosophy behind it is one that everybody can get. So really, what I get from that is uh, no one really knows what this game's about, even the guy who's in it. <laughs> like, it just sounds like a whole lot of, like, nonsense. Like, oh, it's this, and it's that, and it's kind of this, and it's complicated, but it's not really complicated. Like, I think exactly, it's the exact sentence. It's complicated, but it's not that complicated. Yeah, I'm, like, okay. I'm thinking that the only thing that I picked out of that is I think that my wife also has a phobia about being touched because she never lets me touch her anymore. Wow. Pretty sure that's... <clears throat> Um, but, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested in this game. I always have been, I'm just a huge fan of Hideo Kojima. You know, he's the creator of Metal Gear Solid, my favorite game franchise of all time. Yeah. Like I can't get enough of Metal Gear. I play it at least the original Metal Gear Solid on PS1. I play it at least once a year. I try to go through, you know, my annual playthrough. Um, and from time to time I'll pop out Metal Gear Solid 2, um, that's my second favorite in the series. And, uh, yeah, so I... Forgive uh, me if I... I hate to interrupt, but forgive me if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but you were telling me all about your love for Metal Gear Solid and uh, Kojima's greatness and extolling his virtues and everything. So I got a hold on uh, an emulator, um, a Metal Gear a Solid Game Gear game, or I don't know if it was Game Gear or Game Boy. Probably Game Boy. I was thinking that it was, you know, like, oh, this is the game that Garrett has been uh, playing with. And and now I know that's not the case. So, so I started playing with it and I'm going, this is really not good. <laughs> this is kind of crappy. <laughs> and and I was thinking, hey, Garrett, he's a fake gamer. doesn't know games the way that I do. I am just, uh, I really appreciate the art. That's all. Yeah. You know, you're just into, in it for the, you know, the call of duty dude, bro, shoot him up games. And, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, we're talking kidding. about something totally different, man, because I'm not, I, no, I no, no, suck no. at the shooting. I'm like, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, but with, uh, yeah, no, the game boy metal gear solid version. Um, I, I haven't played it myself. Um, I don't know as far as I know, maybe it's based off of this original story, but obviously it's going to be a lot worse graphics in PlayStation one. Uh, it's going to be a lot more dumbed down. I would imagine maybe a shorter experience, more simplified experience. Um, probably harder to be honest, because yes, mo most games on the game boy are yes. so, I don't know if I've ever beat one game on the game boy, <laughs> except for maybe a Pokemon game one time. And even then like, yeah, like <laughs> Game Boy games were so snake and hard back in the day. We can't go one podcast without you just loving all over some Pokemon, dude. Heck yeah. Man, let your freak flag fly, bro. Yeah. I, I, so when are you, when are you buying me the, the Let's Go Pikachu game? You know, we got to, we still have to review that for the podcast. Hey, we got more stuff to go right now on the podcast. Stop okay. changing the subject, buddy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so our next news article is uh, PS4, big PS4 news. Uh, Sony has now surpassed uh, Microsoft's Xbox 360. Um, so there's not necessarily, I know you're probably thinking, well, Xbox 360 was last year's generation. Like, why does that even matter? Um, it's just pretty, I don't know, it's a pretty neat stat to hear that, you know, because PS4 got trashed last generation of the PS3. Um, it didn't do so hot. Didn't necessarily have the best games. Uh, they really didn't have the best marketing. Um, 
their as a company as a whole, their kind of their mission statement was um, not gamers first. That's for sure. <laughs> um, and where Xbox came out and were like, "Hey, we're here for the gamers. We're making you know games for gamers. We're making a console made for gamers." We are, uh, and they they killed it with exclusives like Halo, God of War, or not God of War, Gears of War, um, the Left 4 Dead series. Uh, originally, Bioshock was exclusive. Like they just had so many killer exclusives on the 360. Um, what was the percentage difference, or do we have the number difference on the sales for Xbox 360 versus PS3? I know that I know that Xbox 360 absolutely smoked in every way. But I, I'm curious as to what type of a level that was. If they were like, you know, twice as many consoles, three times as many consoles. Yeah. So, uh, so the PlayStation Three um, sold. <laughs> so the only thing I can find is it sold greater than eighty-three point eight million units, um, wow. which is definitely a lot better than. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, obviously, they sold more after the generation ended mm-hmm. um, with the advent of the, like the slim models, um, similar to like PS4 now as their slim model or a pro model you can choose. Uh, PS3, did they didn't have a pro model, but they came out with a, multiple slim models. They had a slim model and then like a super slim model, and it just got cheaper and cheaper. Um, so because it, yeah, it's just interesting to look at. I actually hadn't looked at PS3 numbers beforehand, but... Um, because that 360 in total, you know, to date sold 84 million. So really PlayStation three is only like 0.2 million behind them, which it's really not that bad, really See, not I that bad, but, was... but I think what they're based on that, like those numbers are based off of the entire lifetime of the PS3, mm-hmm. where during the generation they were not doing so hot, like until PS4 and Xbox one came out, um, like before those slim models came out, PS3 was just getting, you know, just destroyed. And you come from a unique environment because you actually have had an Xbox 360 as well as a PS3. So you were able to play uh, multiple games on, on both consoles. In your opinion, is there one that stands above the other as far as, uh, you know, looking back on it fondly? You look back on the 360 or the PS3 and say this was the better console of that generation? So I... When that generation started, I got a 360 um, because I was always a PlayStation, you know, fanboy, big Sony pony um, up until then. But I'm like, you know what? All my friends got a 360. That's that's the cool thing. Now I'm going to get a 360. Um, I went through, I don't even know how many, my family in total, like between me and my brother, my, my dad, I think we went through like two or three, like 360 consoles, like with Red Ring of Death and... Um, one time, well, we, we moved overseas and lived overseas for a bit. One was, uh, devastated by just the heat and humidity in the air, which is, that would probably kill anything, but that died. And then, uh, another one was also killed overseas, you know, but even still, like every time it was, um, something catastrophic, like it just couldn't handle if it wasn't just the perfect environment for it. It just couldn't handle it and just kick the bucket. And that's got me on the edge of my seat right now because I've got that Xbox 360 that I just recently picked up. Dude, the moment a game is done, I'm jumping to put to hit the power button for fear of that rendering of death. And I don't know if they, <laughs> anything has been fixed, So that's with, not really happening. So you anymore. have an elite model. So you have a later model. It, there are a lot less of those later models. Um, 
the Red Ring of Death was mainly for the original 360 model that came like the launch model. Um, so I don't think you you have much uh, of a chance of getting it as you don't have as high of a chance of getting it. Uh, I'm not going to say it's impossible because you know I'll say that and then tomorrow it yeah. dies. I'm going to still keep jumping yeah. for the power button. Um, right now. So then you got the PS. But so yeah, so then later I went a couple years uh, with no console and then was given a PS3 from my cousin. Um, shout out to Dallas. <laughs> he gave me. Uh, What's up, Dallas? Thanks, dog. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is um, that how he speaks? That how the kids say it now. Yeah, that's like, how hey, all the kids up, say it. Like, what that. up, Holmes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so cool. Um, and he gave me his. So he had a launch PlayStation Three. I think it, it was like only like a 50 gigabyte gigabyte hard drive or something like that. Um, but being a launch model, it was the only one that had the backwards compatibility, so you could play PS One, PS Two games on it, which was awesome. Like, I love that. Um, and he had that thing, you know, since from launch. So I want to say he had it for like. Uh, I want to say like five, six, maybe even seven years. Like he had a forever and then he got a slim model and he's like, here, you're going to have my old one. No big deal. And then I had it for like another, like couple, two, three years after that. I think like survived multiple, uh, we would pay, play like rock band for like 24 hours straight. <laughs> like we would literally go to my grandma's house, uh, pop in the, the rock band and we would just go for 20, literally 24 hours straight without stopping, like maybe sleep for like an hour here and there. Like we would just go just and go and go. Yeah. Like and we would not stop. Uh, we would keep everyone in the house up all night and it was fantastic. Um, but uh, multiple times, you know, someone's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom, run through the room, trips over a cord, the console smash into the floor. Oh. That happened probably about like <laughs> once every time we had a set, like we played like at least once, if not like multiple times during, oh. during one of those 24 hour sessions. So, um, it survived multiple smashes on the ground. It survived moving to Wisconsin because I'm originally from upstate New York. And then I lived in Wisconsin where I was going to school there. Um, survived traveling back and forth from New York to Wisconsin multiple times. Uh, it survived, um, it's way more than it ever should have. And it didn't, you know, and eventually it did die. And it died from, I'm trying to think, so the Xbox had the red ring of death. The PlayStation had the yellow light of death or something. Like the one light would just turn yellow and then boop, that was it. It was fried. It was done. It was a similar type error like that, that was happening, but on the PlayStation. One light to rule them all, yeah. one light to bind them. So apparently it had, it had its own version. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was a similar version, but it took, you know, like eight years for it to happen, nine years for it to happen, mm -hmm. instead of like a year and a half or two. I think it was only like, yeah, like a, barely a year and a half for, for my first 360 console. Um, so my, with all that to say, I love the PS3 for the durability and some of the exclusives on there, I wish I could play today. I can't, you can only play them on PS3. I love the exclusives, but 360 still holds a special place in my heart because... Um, that was the one I had for, you know, I had that for such a long time. That's what I played, first played Fallout 3 on there. I first played Red Dead Redemption. I first played, uh, my first Halo game ever was Halo 3 on the 360. Uh, Gears of War is an incredible series. I love that story. Um, so there's a lot of incredible exclusives, like similar how PS4 has, you know, the exclusives on Lockdown this generation. 360 was killing it back in the last generation. So, um, but yeah, with all that to say, um, PS4 finally beat that, um, you know, the 84 million that 360 had sold. Uh, and they, as of a November estimate, 
um, PS4 is now at 86.15 million units, which is insane. I guess. So it's not, not necessarily near the, you know, the top of the list for the best selling game consoles. Uh, that actually goes to, um, let's see, the PlayStation 2 sold greater than uh, 155 million units. Uh, and then the DS is right behind it with 154 million. Game Boy and Game Boy Color are right behind that with 118.69 million. And then the PlayStation 1, 102.49 million. And the Wii with 101.63. And then the PlayStation 4. So PlayStation 4 is in sixth place right now, not even the top five. What about the original Nintendo? I'm curious because I I thought for some reason, incorrectly, obviously, I thought for some reason that that, that was up at the top of the list, like up in there in the... You know, because I felt like every kid and their and their mother had a, a Nintendo in the '80s when I was growing up. I mean, that was the thing. So I just assumed that they would, that because of uh, when it came out and the popularity that it had, I just assumed that would be up there. Yeah. So are you wondering the the, ori- the, original, the original Nintendo, Nintendo not yeah. the not the Super? No. Okay. So the original Nintendo is number twelve on the list uh, with only 61.91 million. Man, Nintendo, you suck. So, I mean, but a lot of that has to do with, it was the very first, like kind of, I would say like household name or mainstream game console. Sorry. No, Atari, (laughs) Atari was a thing. I understand Atari was a thing, but I feel like when Nintendo came around, they made it like, um, they, they changed the whole game. Well, they like, came in after the big the big video game crash. Atari made a lot of mistakes, you know, obviously with just overproducing games and really, really crappy games and then charging a premium on those games. And they just kind of got money hungry. And so the crash happened in 83 and video game consoles, video games were dead, completely dead. And then Nintendo came through and just saved the day. So it, it was, and it was, I think, far more... Then Atari, it just it went nuts with people buying it in home. I think a lot more people, there's a lot more people on the earth, first of all, now than ever before. And I think they just, they're uh, quite a bit more video gamers and games have come so far. So that's yeah. one of the reasons why. Yeah, I think, I think nowadays, like, yeah, the numbers are so high is because gaming is more than just a niche thing nowadays. Like it's something everyone, everyone's a gamer. If you, you're a gamer, if you have just an, an iPhone or an Android phone, like any cell phone, smartphone nowadays, like you're a gamer now. So it's so easy to go from that, hey, I'm playing Fortnite or Candy Crush or Angry Birds on my phone to, oh, you know, I'm going to sneak over and pick up a PS4 Slim or an Xbox One S or a Nintendo Switch now for my kid or whatever. Like, it's just way more accessible. Um, the price point's a lot cheaper. Um, off the top of my head here, I don't have the launch price of the super nintendo or the original nintendo but i um can't imagine it was uh very cheap uh so actually it was, oh, okay so it was 179 dollars yeah but um I, i'm curious what that would be with like inflation i remember that i wonder it, what that would be like that, if, for, for it probably it'd quite a bit, more, quite a bit more but i i remember i don't remember financial like I, I 179 you say for the for the original nintendo when it came out i do remember when the when the Super Nintendo was out, when it came out, and I, I want to say 91, uh, the Sega Genesis had come out in, I think, 89. <clears throat> and when when they were both out, it was 199 for a Super Nintendo, 
And Sega Genesis, a lot of stores had it for $149. And that's actually because of that $50 difference. That's why my my parents chose to get us a Sega Genesis during that that iteration, during that generation of games. Um, is over that $50. So apparently $50 meant something back then. Yeah. Because you could actually, at the time, I think games were around $50. Okay. So, you know, for that, you can get another game. Right. Yeah. Or a game. It would usually have a pack in, I think, Sega Genesis. At the time, uh, it had Sonic the, the Hedgehog. And then you were, you had money to go and get another game. Okay, cool. Uh, and then... Let's see. We're getting pretty close to the end of our news section here. Um, we just wanted to hit real quick. We watched the Avengers trailer that came out this last week. Man, was that insane. Tell you what, never saw any of the Avengers movies that we're going to talk about. Yeah, so it was a little little full of spoilers for JJ, but he, he he grunted through it. He watched it anyways, even spoiling some of the other movies, you know. But Watching through the cracks of my hands, you know, I was covering my eyes, and uh, I did peek a little bit. You know, there was a little bit of the peekaboo going on. Uh, thank you for covering my eyes like that, Gary. That was really sweet of you. Um, <laughs> he's actually got really, really small hands. I don't know what that's about, and they smell like cabbage. Um, and that's a good thing. You're into your veggies. I'm, I'm glad for you. Uh, so basically having never seen any of the Avengers movies, uh, we've talked about it before. Uh, that's going to be something that we're going to be doing very soon here. Instead of the, the retro review for, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a, of a break on it in the way that we've been doing it traditionally by watching, uh, old movies that, that you haven't seen or, or whatever. And so now we're going to, we're going to kind of transition part of that into me watching those Avengers movies so I can get caught up because I need to break open the seal, man, pop that goiter, get that pimple and just get it. You know what I'm talking about? So gross. Oh, watch YouTube, brother. There's some stuff, man. It'll mess you up for days. Oh, thanks. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're, 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 what we're thinking is we're going to do similar to our retro review, except it'll be, you know, watching through those, uh, Marvel movies. I've seen all of them, uh, except for the most recent one is Ant-Man and the Wasp. I've not seen. And then, um, actually I think that's it. Uh, yeah, that's only the newest one that's come out. And then, you know, obviously Captain Marvel is coming out soon ish. Uh, there's been some trailers and some posters on that. So I haven't seen a release date. I'm sure there's one out and I just totally missed it. Um, I actually think it's supposed to come out before, Avengers Infinity War. So I, I watched a few of the original, like Iron Man, Iron Man 2, uh, Captain America, and the original Thor and the Hulk. So I've watched those movies so far. And because I watched those, I'm going to go ahead and start with the first Avengers movies, and then we'll take it from there. The first Avengers, yeah. and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're going to watch through those. And what it'll kind of be is uh, probably JJ giving his review. Um, if I'm able to watch it, I'll give my review. I mean, I've seen them all, so I pretty much know. I've seen them all multiple times. Uh, and then... Um, it's going to be so sad when I come in all excited. Oh my gosh, you guys totally got to see this movie. This movie's great. And yeah. You guys watched it like, like 10 hey, years ago. Like, 10 years yeah. ago, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but... And, and I might even come up, come in with some cool, like, little Easter eggs and things you might have missed in the movie, too, and kind of kind of make it fun for you. Very cool. And then, uh, then I'm thinking that we are going to set up for uh, Endgame. By the point that Endgame comes out, do we have a date on that? Uh, the end of April, I believe sometime. So, okay. so maybe I'll, we'll do I'll all those done. by then. <laughs> Super gamer boys date night bros before our wives. <clears throat> so, you know what I'm talking about, dog? We're going to go ahead and, and you and me 
long as my wife allows it and your wife allows it, we're going to go out. We're going to get totally, um, what's the word, full on food. <laughs> from. Yeah, I wondered where you're going that. I, wasted? I, don't like, think, I was, I was going to say gonna chocolate go, wasted. We're going to get wasted and then go watch a movie. And then we won't be able to remember it to review no, it. That <laughs> would not be good. That would not be good at all. Sweet. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, after that trailer, it was, man, it gave me chills. Gave me, I had tears in my eyes, chills up and down my body. Can't, can't wait. Yeah, he had the goose pimples going crazy. I wish he would have kept his shirt on. He kept trying to show me. I was like, okay, <laughs> buddy, we're in the middle of the street, walking across the street. Don't do that, you know. But you did get a couple of cool honks and that, that one number that the guy threw out at you. That was nice. Pretty nice of him. So I'm going to rush through these new releases here. Last week, uh, we had the PlayStation Classic come out, um, a disappointing little box that uh, is just a box full of tears and sadness. And broken dreams. They're, broken dreams. Dude, there's a lot of people who who pre-ordered it with a lot of excitement. Um, I know I've seen a lot of people online. Which was that, dumb of them. Like they oh. Because they didn't... So when the pre-orders went live, the the entire game list wasn't live yet. It was so, only five. So anyone five who pre-ordered been. it based on, even the five games that they released were like, wow, that's crap. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Um, so the fact that, uh, yeah, people pre-ordered it just based on those five games. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know. Like, I sort. And then when they released the rest of them, the only game worthwhile on there is Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I don't know if I'd pay a hundred bucks to play it. Because I can play it for free right now, you know, every year because I own it already. Like I have it, so I'm I don't. You know, I'm glad you said that because that that's probably the sticking point for me. Have I? I think a hundred dollars is too much. Yeah, especially no, it, for the content based, that was it's, provided. It's literally the same thing as the Super Nintendo and Nintendo Classic, and they were, um, I want to say, uh, sixty dollars and eighty dollars respectively. Right. I think it's sixty for the it Nintendo, was, and then yeah, and then eighty nine ninety nine, and yeah. then seventy nine ninety nine for the for, Super for the Super Nintendo. And so for them PlayStation to come out and be like, we're jacking up twenty more bucks, and we're giving you a bunch of crap games. That's sad. But. It was it wasn't just that. It was that from what all accounts are, uh, everybody's saying that the interface is nowhere as good as like the Super Nintendo interface. Yeah, it supposedly has the like crappy emulation, crappy interface, um, and even um, yeah, the games just don't run as smooth as. Yeah, they they should. But okay, let's move on with this list though, so we don't go too long just making your day all sad as you listen to this. <laughs> but don't buy the PlayStation Classic, seriously. Seriously, unless you wanted to buy it and then give it to the Super Gamer Boys. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, next is Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC Legacy of the First Blade Episode One Hunted. That's a mouthful. Uh, for PS uh, PC PS4 Xbox One. Beholder 2 for PC, the Council Complete Edition, uh, that's an EU release. I don't know why I left that on here, because I don't think we have any European listeners. Maybe just one or two, but PS4 and Xbox One for you. <laughs> we want to say thank you for listening to the show and hope you all enjoyed the game that you're going to play. <laughs> uh, Destiny 2, the Black Armory DLC on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Gear Club Unlimited 2 on Switch. Hearthstone... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Hearthstone. Oh, I can say Rot, it. You want me to say it? It's going to be totally. No, not, I got this. We're going to get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, but, I don't, go, I go don't want to have to bleep out anything else. What? On this. Oh, Garrett, come on. That's, that kind I of just hurts. want to apologize to everyone last week. You know, JJ used horrible, horrible words again, and I had to bleep them out. 
We'll try to be better, but no promises, no promises. There was absolutely, guys, There, I'm telling you right now, he did that for comedic effect. Yes, this is what's happening when he's hanging out with me in the studio. He, I'm kind of rubbing off on him, uh, kind of like a little bit of a psoriasis uh, uh, infection. He, uh, He's starting to try to get, get into some funny stuff and he's saying some doing some stuff that's not necessarily Garrett Morling like uh, like beeping out when I say words like um, I don't remember what I said I think I said something no, about no, no. and he, he bleeped it out like I said a bad word I, I would have never that's not how I speak man come on yeah well you know, you got rather be safe than sorry. You know, you know, I, you know I've, I've gotten some some uh, feedback from that and they're like really that 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 boy was uh he he grew up a Christian missionary and you you're using that foul words around him I'm like I swear there were no dirty words he did it for comedy oh yeah you know what Jesus I'll get you for that <laughs> stop lying <laughs> um so I'm gonna try this word now Hearthstone Rastakhan's Rumble uh, no you said it perfectly. Yeah, it sounds like a very uh, Rastafarian. It did. You need to say, Alston, Rastakhan's Rumble, man. Yeah, I don't know why I had a mon on the end. But you have to, you have to do that. Uh, and that is out on PC. Uh, Just Cause 4 on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Override, Mech City Brawl, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Okay, so there's Persona 3, Dancing in the Moonlight, Persona 4, Dancing All Night, and Persona 5, Dancing in Starlight, uh, come out on, they all come out on PS4, and then a couple of those on Vita, but no one cares about the Vita. Uh, Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales, PS4, Xbox One, Toki on Switch, Jagged Alliance, Rage, PS, PS4, PC, Xbox One, The Last Remnant, Remastered, PS4, Gungrave VR, PSVR, Iris.Fall, PC, Katamari, Damasi, Reroll, PC, and Switch. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds comes out on PS4. Whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm the only one whooping here. Oh yeah. no! And he literally fist bumped the air. He was pumping it up and down. Like, come on, Karen. No, <laughs> Just calm down. Just, calm Just down. relax. Fine. Uh, Subnautica, PS4, and Xbox One, and then the Holy Grail of uh, of games. The the game that should have won Game of the Year this year, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on the Switch. That is the game to game all games. The game to win them all. Okay. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Go play it. You were talking about it not that long ago, and you actually you made a good case for it being a really fun game. And uh, so yeah, you've got you got me thinking that if we if we do end up going with the Switch for my boy, that that'll be definitely one of the games we look out for. Because I uh, after your uh, testimony because you testified how good it was. I went and looked at a YouTube video and it looked like a lot of fun. And I have, know that my have you played it. have you played any of the older ones? Because yeah, okay, no, I played a little bit. Okay, because the they because yeah. they have uh, Melee on GameCube and then they have uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl on Switch. We there was some Wii ones. That, uh, on Wii, that's what I meant yeah, to say. Yeah, Brawl, we, Brawl was on, on, on Wii. My son loves the Wii version. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we played it quite a bit. He he's. Good. Yeah. Like, so I, good. I'm so stoked for, for Ultimate because it has every character from every game. Because not every character carried over to every game. A lot of them would, but like on the Wii, um, there was like Solid Snake, you know, 
my homeboy snake from metal gear solid mm-hmm. uh and then uh i know like the wii u their version the smash brothers wii u had a couple characters that were only on there i think melee had like pichu which is a pokemon if you were wondering <clears throat> I, caught, um, I, ca- I caught the dorkosity that was coming out of your <laughs> veins right now that you were shouting into the microphone yeah and it, it, it basically like so those games those characters are stuck on those games and they didn't progress every time around while with ultimate they brought everyone back from every game that's like ever been around. Um, so there is like an absurd number of characters you can play as there's li- like over 300 maps you can play on. What are you playing it on? You're playing on your switch. It's switch game. Okay. You can only play on switch. Okay. Yeah. So it's not, it's only on the switch. I'm, I now well, I'm looking down ultimate on... ultimate is on switch. Pre- okay. Previous ones were on older consoles. Obviously mm-hmm. like I played melee back in the day on GameCube. I play a little bit of uh, brawl on the Wii. Um, and, uh, I haven't played <laughs> smash brothers and probably, I don't know, over 10 years. Uh, and I can't wait to get back into this again. Uh, yeah. So we're going to jump into what you're playing here. Um, I'll start since I think JJ started last week. Um, so as I mentioned at the top of the show, I didn't really have any chance to play a lot of games. Um, it was a busy week in general. And then like all night, Thursday night, I was watching the game awards, which everyone here should have watched. And if you haven't stop the show right now and go look it up on YouTube, I put the link in the show notes last week. You should have watched it. If you didn't, shame on you. Okay, now you're back. <laughs> um, I like how you give it a little head on that. You get a little bit of time so yeah. they can stop and then go watch it and then come back, yeah. start no. right back in. Miss totally. None of no. our awesome. What are you talking about? We've been sitting here for 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 three hours. That's what I... In silence. We say for three hours in silence okay. while people went and listened. And I, I want to break the shell open because you know there's no way I could sit for three hours in silence. It's just not possible. <laughs> I talk when I'm sleeping, dude. Um, and then Saturday was the kind of funny showcase, um, which I realized I didn't talk about it all last week. Uh, but that's on YouTube as well. Uh, YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Yes. You could also catch it on their Twitch channel on kind of funny. Uh. Yeah, if you can, yeah, twitch.tv slash kind of funny, um, but it's, yeah, it's easy to find on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, and uh, it basically, um, yeah, it's an entire uh, showcase that they did of indie games, which is neat because they didn't do the PSX this year, which um, I know we've talked about before that they had canceled PSX. A lot of people were upset about, like, hey, like, who cares? Like, obviously, they canceled it because PS PlayStation was like, ah, we don't have any announcements. Um but all the individual developers that normally show up are like, what about us? So that was a cool thing to watch. Uh, There's going to be a lot of really cool indie games coming out. Yeah. Um, so with all that, I didn't get to play any games uh, because I am a tired, tired boy. But what I did do. <clears throat> okay. Before you say it, just I want you to hold in, hold it in because I, I do want to hear it. But uh, we've got a run of the show like on a piece of paper that tells me what we're going to talk about because I have a tendency to talk a little too much and sometimes take us off task, off topic. What I'm looking at on this page that you're about to say out loud to our listeners that are listening to this podcast in their ears, you're about to say something that you probably shouldn't. So I implore you, Garrett. I know you're a dork. I know you're a dweeb. I know you're a nerd. I know you're a geek. And that's fine. But please, just keep this to yourself. 
Don't say it out loud. Hold it in. Shove it down. <laughs> seek some counseling. Let's move on. He didn't play any video games, folks. So now we're going to talk about what I played. Hey, now you've gotten to talk about books you read in the past, and like no, that's you talk about movies you watch. No, but here's, here's my chance to talk about something besides video games that I did this week. I'm sorry, guys. I have tried to help him seek enlightenment. I've tried, and guys, I failed. I feel miserably. Go ahead and talk about your little thing. So what I did this week is I worked on pretty much every night, which maybe that's, that's what cut into my gaming time a little bit, is I would late into every night that I wasn't watching the Game Awards. I uh, was working on my character for Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, why? Oh, gosh. Wow, guys! No, no, guys! I tried, I tried. Wow, I'm sorry. Forgive me, forgive me. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> JJ is not super excited about that, but you know. To uh, bring you all back, uh, you know, up to speed with, you know, you didn't know us before we started doing this podcast. That is a extremely similar reaction that I used to get when I used to try to talk to him about video games and comic book movies. And now look where we are no, today. Look where we are today. Okay, that's that's fake news, dude. Because no. I would say it, I go, "Well, that's good for you, buddy." Yeah, and you'd be like, <laughs> "Nerd, <laughs> nerd." <laughs> I've yeah. never done that. No. Cop over my word. That's that a slant. Before you started playing video games, I used to just mercilessly like, beat you just, over the head with It was horrible. Your yeah, I was like the biggest nerd. So you wait, guys. I, I'm making a bet right now. I'm playing it in one year. <laughs> one year within one year from today. What's today's day? It is uh, December 10th. Mark your calendar. 2018. Yeah. So by December 10th of 2019, JJ will have played at least one game of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, we'll talk about it on the podcast if that ever were to happen, but. I just don't, I don't see it. I, I have a better chance, I think, of Donald Trump becoming president again for a second term. Yeah, I don't think I'm playing the D&D, dude. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll go pretty far. I'll wear suspenders, bro. I'll wear a bow tie. I'll put tape in the center of my glasses. Um, I'll start wearing a pocket protector before I full on go ugh, dork, 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 dork. <laughs> dorkity dork dork no man it's it's been a lot of fun though i got involved in a group uh through <laughs> through church actually and uh yeah a bunch of guys they were like hey we all play D, &D. you want to join us i'm like heck yeah oh, man okay heck yeah. please tell me how this worked garrett please tell me that it was like oh hey garrett how are you today man um, I'm doing pretty good, guys. How's it going? Yeah, listen, we need one more buddy to like hook up with us, dude. We're like totally kick back. I mean, it's totally chill, bro. We um, we like kick back and we like play a little bit of D&D. You know what I'm talking about? You could be like an orc. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god, it's so fun. It's radical. Oh my god, is that something like how it went? Was that like verbatim? One of the you can ask that. I think most of them listen to our podcast. So you can read from them in the comments. You know what they what Thank they think. Thank you guys think, for so. listening to the podcast. I <laughs> I have always been a fan of Dungeons and Dragons. Can you rate us on iTunes? Thanks. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it was it was it was really neat because I so I've listened to the podcast. Um, 
the Adventure Zone uh, by the McElroy brothers, who yes. you know we love. My brother, my brother, um, me so much. So what's up with that? You you love their that content. You really got to try Adventure Zone. I think after you listen to that, you're, you're going to be interested in playing D and D too. Because I I was. I was close I, to where you were before. I don't see it, but okay. And then when I listen to their podcast, I'm like, they're having way too much fun to not want to join in. Uh, <laughs> Watch, so, we're gonna, our next podcast that we start doing uh, on top of the Super Gamer Boys is going to be us playing and me lamenting the fact that I've just given up on life. <laughs> You could just have a really sad, depressed character. You just go around like <laughs> sulking from from an adventure to adventure. But that is how, uh, my everyday life. Like <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I made work on my character. Uh, for anyone wondering, it is a high elf bard, and I'm <laughs> working down the. You know, I'm learning, uh, you know, spell class, uh, necromancy spell class. So it's going to be think of like a, a heavy metal. Oh elf. no! Don't don't a, try to like I'm, intersperse heavy metal. No, that's <laughs> so Bard is a musician. You know, I'm, I'm so I got no, my guitar. No, it's a dude who no, who like comes true. in a room. I don't, I don't think that's there's any true. instruments involved. You don't know what your there's instruments. He's a high elf. He's a high elf. With, <laughs> what did you call it? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, what, it what, doesn't. What, did, what did you play? <laughs> I never played anything. Okay. Oh, the game! Oh, I thought you meant like that. I ever played D and D? No, did, no, did oh, you? Did, have you? Did, no, what did you play see, this week? You got me all twisted, dude. Like completely twisted. No, no, let's, I'm trying to get you get get it out of you snap, so we can get to our game of the game of the year right, show let's, talk. Let's snap back to reality. So here's what I played. I played for the first time Red Dead Redemption. Original from, uh, well, not the original, I guess Red Dead Revolver was the original game, but I played Red Dead Redemption Part 1 on the Xbox 360, and um, so I was able to break into it. Awesome game. Phenomenal story. Uh, I got to one of the first real challenges is racing a horse with this chick, Bonnie, and uh, I failed like 10 times. I sucked at it really bad. I mean, I was embarrassed. I Thankfully, nobody was watching me. Fake but, gamer. Dude, I sucked. I'm not <laughs> even lying. Like, I was horrible. And I, I kept trying again and again. And, like, I kept trying to, like, think, well, maybe I can skip this part. <laughs> yes. I almost skipped a part. If I could have done it, I would have. Because I'm like, I suck at this. I keep dying. But eventually, I got past that. And I'm doing pretty good. I've been playing a little bit each evening. Um, sometimes it's only 20 minutes. You know, sometimes with life being busy the way that it is, Sometimes it's hard to get um, get permission <clears throat> to be able to play. Uh, no, <laughs> no, so I'm I'm having a blast, dude. Red Dead Redemption is great, and so it's if anything, because I'm playing it, and the Red Dead Redemption Two is out and everything, it has just really pushed me into the. I can't wait to play Part Two. I can't wait to play it on the PS4 because the graphics look incredible. Um, I'm having a lot of fun doing it and I can't wait to keep getting deeper and deeper. And so I'm going to be playing that a little more and being able to talk about that in the next upcoming few weeks. And you can hear about other challenges that I will fail miserably at over and over <laughs> and over again. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I, I really like that one. My favorite was the undead nightmare. That was a lot of fun. The the DLC that they came out with. That was that yeah. Was a I blast. played. I played some of that. Actually, it was I played po- some of it that was totally first. pointless. But it was nothing man, but it was killing so much, zombies. Yeah, I did, I don't think I ever did the story to it. I just ran around and just slayed some zombies because there's a story. But I was just like, eh, I'd rather just run around and shoot stuff up. <laughs> I did the undead nightmare first because my buddy who loaned it to me, Bill, he loaned me the uh, the undead nightmare first and didn't give me the original Red Dead. And then he told me later, I realized I didn't give you the game. I gave you the undead part. <laughs> you know, and so he doesn't. 
doesn't talk like an old timey Westerner. I don't know why I said that. Um, but I, I played the undead first and I just kept getting yanked off the horse and beaten up by, and then I ran out of bullets. So all I could do was lasso, uh, <laughs> lasso these undead zombies and then run and then jump back on the horse. I get pulled off again. I'd have to lasso them. And then I couldn't find any weapons. I was, I, I didn't play it so long I, you know i was looking for the story it didn't have it i tried to tell myself that's why i stopped playing was because it didn't have a story not definitely because does. i sucked definitely has a story but <laughs> okay cool well let's get into game awards talk um yeah so this year it was uh man such a blast to watch um the game awards there was uh it's just so many, uh, I don't know, really cool moments, uh, really cool announcements. Um, it was, it was just a fun time. Uh, I don't know up until now, like last year was the first year I'd watched the game awards and I really loved it last year as well. But every year, year after year, just Jeff Keighley, uh, continues to just kill it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was just really neat to watch that. And, um, so basically what we're going to talk about is, some of our reactions, I'm going to go through the list of like who won what awards and everything, as well as just a couple, um, you know, some of the announcements and trailers that we thought were interesting, both from the game awards on Thursday and, um, one or two of the indie games that, uh, kind of funny, uh, announced on the showcase on Saturday. Um, so just first, first things first, one of the coolest moments was the very beginning of the game awards. It starts off and, uh, PlayStation's Sean Layden, Xbox's Phil Spencer, and Nintendo's Reggie Fizeme came out on stage and did an awesome like monologue together, or I don't know what a mono a three <laughs> trilogue. I don't know. Um, that sounded so sensual when you said it like that. I would don't say a trilogue again. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> um, but all those three guys. So up until now, like you know, it's the game. Uh, the console wars are real and they don't necessarily always play nice with each other. Like, you know, and this is the first time, you know, as far as I can tell that they've ever been together on stage doing, you know, like working together, coming together to celebrate games together. Like that was just so neat. So all the heads of those three, the big three came out together and just basically did a little speech together saying like, Hey, we're here to celebrate games. We're here to celebrate the developers. We're here to celebrate creativity. Um, and you know, we're going to put aside the console wars for these the three hours and then, um, and just really have fun together. It was yeah. just really neat. I think Kinda. it was one of the coolest moments that I've ever seen. Even if you're not a gamer, if you see three competing entities come together and kind of like say, Hey, we're going to put down our swords and kind of just agree to enjoy this evening and celebrate what it is we do. I think it was really awesome. Like extremely awesome. Pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, then we got right down to it. They started giving away those awards. So, um, Did Super Gamer Boys get an award? I didn't catch that. Uh, maybe they... I think we got an award for... It was the the podcast. Let me see here. Yeah, the podcast with uh, the smallest and most uh, toxic fan base. But no, <laughs> no just kidding. <laughs> We're definitely, we're small, but you guys are definitely not toxic. We have an awesome, you know, group of fans that, you know, listen every week and we love you guys. It's so. only small because it's cold. It definitely gets bigger as it gets a little warmer. Sorry, but the pod, the podcast audience yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into the awards here. Moving 
on. So uh, we'll start with the big one, the one that uh, is the only one that matters to me and I am happiest about here. Uh, game of the year. Winner was God of War. God of uh, War. That, again, like last week we did our kind of lame predictions. <laughs> I thought they were pretty um, pretty good. Basically, we said uh, God of War or Red Dead, they're going to win yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure I even mentioned like, but I'm leaning towards Red, uh, God of War. Like mm-hmm. I liked God of War a lot more than Red Dead. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if Red Dead won, but God of War, I think, should have swept. Um, they, uh, you know... Red Dead ended up, I think, won more awards than God of War, but, you know, God of War got the one that mattered. It they got, got the big got God the of game, game of the Year. <laughs> yeah. So, um, best ongoing game, uh, Fortnite, duh, <laughs> of <laughs> course. Uh, best game direction. Now, this is another one we talked about last week uh, was, yeah, God of War got that, so I yeah. guessed that one correctly because that like, was... Again, was, that's the one the one camera angle. I can just... The one, the one camera take, yeah. That so the camera just, never cuts and um, and even just the direction with like the way you're directing the story and how that went with this father and son bond and it was just so beautiful, so incredible. I don't believe um, any other games have ever done that or attempted to do that before, have they? Not, I mean, as far as a f- single take, um, you know, camera angle of the game, no. that's It was a completely new thing as far as I know. And that's why it was so, such a big deal, so revolutionary um, because... It had never really been attempted before. Um, best narrative went to Red Dead Redemption 2. Best art direction went to Return of the Obra Dinn, uh, a game that I don't even know if, I'm pretty sure we mentioned because we talked about that category. Uh, don't even know what that is, so never looked up a trailer or anything. So good for them. They, it was. Yeah. It must have been a beautiful game. Congrats. <laughs> um, best score in music went to Red Dead Redemption 2. Best audio design went to Red Dead Redemption 2. Best performance went to Roger Clark, who played Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> uh, games for Impact uh, was Celeste. Best independent game was Celeste. Best mobile game was Florence. Best VR and AR game was Astrobot Rescue Mission. Best action game was Dead Cells, which they got my vote. That was I've talked about them before on Switch. That's one of my... I love that game. That's the game where... Basically, you just keep dying over and over and over again. And, you know, I've been playing it way too long and should quit, but it's so <laughs> addicting. So I, I was happy they won at least one award. Um, best action adventure game, God of War. So God of War so far has gotten two. I think that's it. They got those two awards. Um, best role-playing game went to Monster Hunter World. Best fighting went to Dragon Ball Fighters. Best family game went to Overcooked 2. Best Strategy Game, Into the Breach. Best Sports Racing Game, Forza Horizon 4. Best Multiplayer Game went to Fortnite. And then Best Debut Indie Game went to The Messenger. And then the rest of them we don't care about because we don't care about esports. Nope. We're not that nerdy. Nope. Even us, who look so sporty, (laughs) even us (laughs) laugh at you esporters. Um, so yeah, those are all the awards. That's pretty neat, uh, to watch and see, yeah, how it all, you know, fanned out there. But, uh, so we're just going to talk about a few, um, of the main things that we, uh, the announcements that we enjoyed and think you guys should go check out. Um, first things first, Far Cry New Dawn. Oh man, this thing was awesome. And having only played one Far Cry game before, 
I was super into this trailer. This trailer was gorgeous. And I think this was, uh, this was kind of a sequel, which is the first time they've done that in this series. This is a sequel to Far Cry 5, is it not? It looks like it's kind of carrying on from where, they, where the last game left off. Yeah, so I, as far as I know, I think this is the first time they've done that. Obviously, they've always done like spinoff titles after, like after Far Cry 3, I want to say. They had, uh, oh, now it's totally slipping my mind. It has something to do with the dragon, but it was like an 80s sci-fi, like, well, it was like futuristic game, but it had like the 80s aesthetic and it was like totally crazy and kind of fun. So they they pretty commonly do spinoffs like that. They did. And then after Far Cry 4, they did Primal. I'm pretty sure Primal came out after 4. And then with Far Cry 5, now they have New Dawn. I think this is the first time where the spinoff actually coincided with, um, yeah, with the previous game. So this one actually, you know, with Far Cry 5, which this is a huge spoiler because I had never played 5. And then they're like, they, that's how they intro the trailer. It's like, oh, Far Cry 5 ends this way. So that's why this game takes place here. It's like, oh, cool. I haven't played the game, but uh, <laughs> neat. Okay. Um, but it's like post-apocalyptic world. You know, nuclear bombs have gone off. Uh, so it's still in Montana, Hope County, Montana. But, you know, after, you know, civilization has just been destroyed. And it just looks super intense um, as usual. Like, you know, Far Cry is known for those over-the-top psychotic villains. And so to have these twin sisters who are just like, look super just like ba mm-hmm. you know, i'm gonna say that so that way i don't have to bleep myself yep yeah. <laughs> take a lesson from me buddy yeah Keeping it clean um yeah but they look like they could kick some serious butt and um and, and then they do if i remember correctly i'm pretty sure she uh oh it's violent dude <laughs> bashes someone's head in with her mi- motorcycle helmet so yeah that's pretty insane <laughs> i used to date a girl like that Jeez. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm super stoked for that one. Um, it kind of, it definitely makes me want to go back and play Far Cry 5 now, uh, which is always on my list, but I just never got around to it. And, you know, it didn't really necessarily get great uh, reviews. Like people are like, yeah, it's a good game, but it's just Far Cry. And you play a little bit of it and you get enough of it. You don't necessarily, like, I felt like a lot of people said it's not worth playing because it's not like, you know, you know, it's a game you don't even need to finish or something, but you now I, I want to go back. And, you could always get it and then stop whatever else you're playing and then go to it because you don't really ever finish games anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that was a pretty neat one. Uh, the next one was just a quick one. Neither one of us are fighting game fans, but we watched the Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. Man, was that brutal. Dude, that was so intense. And so if you're uh, just a disclaimer here, if you're squeamish, you know, the faint of heart, uh, not into violence or blood or gore. Like, do not watch this trailer. Like, I, I was surprised they even showed it, like, on at the show. I was just like, holy smokes. Like, or before the show started, Trudy's like, uh, like, keep an eye on Shep. Like, we got to, you know, we don't want him, like, seeing any stuff on the screen. I'm like, ah, it's fine. It's a Game Awards. It's a show. Like, they won't show anything. It'll be fine. And then we had put him to bed not even, like, five minutes after that. Like, I saw this trailer. I'm like, holy crap. Like, I can't believe they showed that. Like, <laughs> it was so violent. It was extremely gory. And and I remember how big Mortal Kombat was in the uh, in the Sega Genesis uh, area. Oh, when, yeah. When it came out, I remember, like, it was so amazing because it had blood. And, yeah. like, and it was a, a huge deal because oh, yeah. it had blood on Genesis or on the Sega, yeah. Uh, but on the Super Nintendo version, they edited it. Yeah. So it didn't have, so that was, like, that was a huge deal back then. Like, it was, it's always been an over-the-top, violent video game. That was also one of the selling points for a lot of teenage boys at that time 
uh, was because there was blood and because it was like raw and like more realistic with the fighting. Well, I mean, it was way over the top. There's nothing <laughs> realistic about, you know, like using uh, laser beams from your eyes to cut somebody in half. But I mean, unless you have the ability to do that, Garrett, I know you were pretty super. Keep poking and prodding and <laughs> making <laughs> me angry and maybe you'll see. Well, it could happen. No, uh, but that was actually one of the selling points was the fact that it was so gory. But like they've taken it to a whole nother level. Dude. No, like yeah. Now, whole... now the way graphics are nowadays, like, yeah, it's like beyond like anything that you anyone needs to experience. But we just wanted to touch on it because it was like, holy crap, this is insane. And kind of made us want to play it a little bit. Like yeah. maybe when it comes out, like I'd... we'll rent it for a couple of days just right? to like beat the crap out of each other. And then return it well, and I mean, so <laughs> pretty much it would be me beating you i'm not i mean come on. i so really really doubt that <laughs> i'm pretty good dude you know okay i'll, I'll put some handicaps on I and maybe get, you'll beat me is that street fighter i'm not real sure ah you get no idea what you're I, talking about oh yeah it's one of the calls that i think he's saying like ah oh, nougat you know like nougat Hadouken? that too yeah yeah <laughs> i think that's another kind of candy bar not really sure. Yeah. Um, the next little trailer, which I am so excited for, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. So this is a game I grew up on, um, you know, cr- uh, on the PlayStation 1. You know, I played Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, 3, Crash Team Racing. Back in the day for me, we didn't have, or we did have, we had, um, well, I had a Super Nintendo, so I played Super Mario Kart. But I never owned the 64, Nintendo 64, so I never played Mario Kart on the 64, and I never had a Mario Kart game until like the GameCube or Wii or something later. Like I, So I, there was a huge span of time where I didn't have a modern Mario Kart game. Well, at the time, Crash Team Racing was PlayStation's kind of um, challenger to the Mario Kart series, and a lot of people would say it's you know just as good as Mario Kart. Some people might even say it's better than the Mario Kart. I kind of leaned more towards that camp, mostly, but a lot of that has to do with the nostalgia for those characters that I have. Like, I love that Mario or the Crash characters and the maps and worlds and, and items, but man, am I stoked for this. Like, in the, the original PS1 game with up graphics, new items, and or I think exist the same items, but new carts, new skins. Like, it's going to be beautiful beautiful game yeah having never played the uh, playstation one version at all having i watched the uh, trailer with you maybe an, an hour and a half ago and it was awesome dude like it I, it makes me want to play it i have a blast uh playing super mario brother or, or sorry mario kart uh on the super nintendo with my son and i know that we played like a lot of the wii versions of that as well so kart racing is great it's a lot of fun. It's something that's, you know, family friendly to be able to play. I'm not particularly good at it, but I know it's something that my son really enjoys a whole lot. So because he's the other like major gamer in the house besides myself, I could see playing that that game because we are Sony ponies. You know, we do got we do have the PS4 at the house. So I'm going to definitely look forward to that because it looks like a lot of fun. I'm always looking for more games that that are more geared towards him. I'm always actually looking for myself first, but I mean, right after that, he's in line looking for some stuff. You know, <laughs> and what I'm excited for this one as well is so uh, the Crash trilogy that they remastered just you know in the last uh, um, a year ago um, that eventually came out just this year. You know, when it first came out, it was just PlayStation Four. Well, just this year. 
they re-released it on Xbox One and Switch. So it's kind of like the first, not the first time Crash has been on other consoles, but it was the first time those original three games are on another console besides PlayStation, basically, uh, which was a huge deal. Like, oh, Crash Bandicoot is now on Xbox and Switch. Um, and when they announced this, originally in the trailer, it just showed the PlayStation 4 logo at the end. But, you know, a couple minutes after that trailer aired at the game show, uh, the Game Awards on Twitter, the developer announced, hey, this game's coming out not just on PS4, but also Xbox One and Switch on June 21st, 2019. Who's the developers on that uh, on that new Crash Bandicoot game? See, I thought um, that it was actually being put out by Sony, considering that Sony was... No, no. So, so okay. Sony... Yeah, Sony, I'm sure, is dumping money into it since it was kind of a huge, um, you know, IP of theirs back in the day. Uh, but currently, so the license of Crash Team or Crash Bandicoot is owned by Activision um, and Blizzard, uh, which they're the company that does like Destiny and World of Warcraft and like all those games and stuff. Um, so they own like the character of Crash and all the story and stuff, but I think it's the, the developers actually, I want to say B-Max. Um, I feel bad cause I wasn't paying attention in the trailer. Um, it's okay, I'm, man. I've been doing the homework. It's cool. Let me see. Oh, uh, B, sorry. It's B-Nox. B-E-E-N-O-X. B-Nox. Uh, so they're work, working alongside, they're actually doing, um, a lot of the, the development side of it and pretty much building it from the ground up. So I'm super stoked for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, be able to, I can't wait for my son to be able to play, you know, be old enough to play games one day so he can, he can play all of my childhood favorites that are now, you know, modernized for him essentially. Like, Hey, you know, you can play the old one if, you know, maybe I'll try to get him into the old one. But I mean, you, you've probably experienced this where your son's like, dad, this game's old. I can't play this. Having a little bit of that with the, uh, we played a couple of weeks ago. Um, we played super Mario brothers one and, um, <laughs> I had had really great fond memories of the original Super Mario Brothers, trying to play with my boy. Where he's at now in his gamer life, he played for one or two levels, and it's really hard, and it doesn't look that great in comparison to the stuff that's, that's going now. Yeah. And so he was like, ugh. Ugh. No, totally. Yeah. yeah. Not, not really buying into it. He's like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, and I'm that, like, it's great. And that's why these these re remakes are so exciting for me because it's it's the exact same game I grew up with, but with the updated graphics and controls. So like now friends and family and you know, my kids can go and, you know, play these games that I loved as kids and but it's geared towards them. So cool. Well I think uh we're gonna kinda cut it off there. There's a couple other things that stood out to us. Uh maybe go check out trailer for uh the outer worlds. Uh Basically, it's made by the same people who did Fallout New Vegas. It basically looks like Fallout New Vegas, but in space. Um, but it also has super heavy, like, Borderlands feel to it. I don't know. Like, you probably haven't played Borderlands, but a lot of you guys probably have and probably have heard of it. Um, basically, it's, to me, it feels like a Borderlands, but with a different art aesthetic kind of thing. So it, it looks fun, looks goofy, looks silly, and it's made by Obsidian, which is an awesome developer. Uh, so check a trailer out for that. Um, Rage 2 put out a cool trailer, just kind of diving into what the new open world will look like in the game. Um, it's got a super Mad Max feel. Yeah. No, it looks like, I know the first one had quite a bit of vehicle combat, but the second one is really laying into that. I'm super stoked for that. 
Yeah, and I think uh, what I was recalling you saying earlier was that it had a much more serious feel, the original. The original one, yeah. yeah. And now the second one is like going so far off the rails. <laughs> and like, I mean, even like their art scheme, like all their advertising is like this hot pink and uh, like paint splatter color and um, and all the, you know, the bad guys have like these crazy mohawks, like lime green mohawks. That was and the 90s, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Something, yeah. It's pretty hardcore, pretty crazy. But um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the change because the original one was fun, but I'm excited to see how, how they can change it up and maybe bring more people in on the second one. So, so yeah, those are kind of a couple other things. Go check out those trailers and... Uh, um, Definitely check out the Outer Worlds one. That I know, I know we already talked about it, but that one was fun, man. It, it's it's kind of a living out on the outskirts, the edge of of the galaxy, and it's got some really cool graphics. It it looks like a lot of fun, and that's that's one of a lot of them that we've watched over the last few days and through the Game Awards and and through the showcase from kind of funny that like really stands out to me as being one of the ones that I'm like play that that looks like a lot of fun yeah no i'm i'm stoked for the story on that one as well uh and obsidian is always making quality content so i'm i'm excited for that cool well thank you guys for listening once again to our nonsense uh for uh his nonsense i i made a lot of sense i i laid down some quality stuff garrett i mean there were some times here when you know we were talking philosophy um Mathematical equations and ecratic hydroponic infocephalitis. You're, talk, you're talking nonsense now. <laughs> I like I just had a seizure. I try, I try to say big words and I'm like. It doesn't I, work. Doesn't no, work. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening again. Um, if you have any questions uh, or want to contribute to the show in any way, contact us. Uh, you can go to supergamerboys.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash supergamerboys, uh, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. Um, please go to iTunes and not only rate us, you know, give us that five stars if you can. Um, but then if you scroll down just a hair, it says write a review, write a review for us. That helps out a ton. Um, and having us like show up on the, the top 25 list, which will probably never happen for probably another 10 years or so you know, at this rate, at the rate we're getting new <laughs> listeners. But, you know, you you guys can make a change. You can make a difference. You know, you. it's all it's all up to you. And you. I know you're listening right now and you are amazing. You you just do it for me. I just want to say thank you for everything you do. And you know who you are. You are so hot. Okay. Just make it for me, man. I just tell you what. You, you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, and it got hot in here all of a, a sudden. New, <laughs> new little uh, outro uh, dealio here we have in the notes. Uh, huge, huge, huge shout out to Star Andrews for uh, sending us some cool artwork. Uh, she kind of updated our logo a little bit, cleaned it up. Uh, you'll probably notice it uh, um, when you look at the album artwork for this week's podcast, and it'll probably start showing up on the website and social media in different places because the old one I just made in Photoshop and I uh, don't know what I'm doing. And the you I was talking about was you, Star. That was amazing. Except <laughs> if I said anything offensive, Star, I apologize. Yeah. But Star, you are amazing. You did a great job. Thank you so much for helping out the Super Gamer Boys. Yeah, so she uh, contributed to a new logo and um, yeah, she's been super solid in the community here, kind of liking, commenting, uh, sharing stuff. Uh, tagging us and things, you know, for me to keep an eye out on. Um, yeah. So thank you so much. And, uh, check out her Instagram, 
uh, at ground floor clothing co so it's ground floor clothing co all one word on instagram and uh yeah she does some sweet t-shirts and vinyl stickers and any sort of cool graphic design stuff you want um she's actually sending us some stickers i'm excited about she also so. makes a hell of a cup of coffee like a really good cup of coffee. I don't even think she likes coffee. I'm pretty sure she hates coffee. So probably you just not. roll with what I was saying, man. You just gotta. I mean, maybe she off. maybe she might make a mean cup. This but is improv one oh one, dog. Okay. You just yes and okay. Yes and <laughs> thank you for the cup of coffee, Star. Yeah, thank See you, thank you're... you for that cup of coffee, Star. Oh, love it. I'm awake still. I drank the thing three weeks ago, and I'm just jacked to the gills, dog. I feel like just running around. Energy. Thank you, Star. Um, and then last but not least, check us out on Twitter at G Morlang. That's G-M-O-R-L-A-N-G. And then JJ is at JJ Purdom. That's J-J-P-U-R-D-O-M. And uh, you can listen to our nonsensical tweets on there as well. There is all kinds of hilarity. No, it's mostly us trying to win Xboxes and like retweeting stuff. JJ just retweets the Super Gamer Boy That's page and, and anything. I don't even think he follows me. He I doesn't even know what I, I post. No clue whatsoever. But but I'll tell you what. I like you, kid. I like the cut of your jib. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and follow you and start retweeting your stuff. And I'm gonna hashtag it all up. You so, gotta so you gotta start making your own content on there. I I've been working hard during the Game Awards. I was about halfway through the show. I'm like. Oh, I should be live tweeting reactions right now. And so. you are the man for that. <laughs> and you've done a lot of great work, Garrett. You're you're much appreciated for the stuff that you bring to this podcast. You pretty much bring everything to this podcast. I just bring stupidity and a little bit of like um, racial profiling and a whole lot of beeping going on when I say inappropriate stuff and talking about balls. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so yeah, thank, thanks for that, JJ. That means a lot. Yeah. So yeah, we are uh, all finished here. And man, we just... Thank you so much again for listening. And uh, on behalf of JJ and I, we will see you guys next week. Bye.